This is a Queen Bee Radio High School Sports Presentation. Saputo Cheese coverage of high school sports presented by Myers Mechanical and built by Northland Buildings is brought to you by Midwest One Bank. Edward Jones representatives Elena Reeves and Ben Reeves CFP, the Peterson Agency of Argyle, Wisconsin Bank and Trust, Nutrition World of Platteville, Doolittle's Pub and Eatery in Lancaster, People's State Bank, Culver's of Dubuque, Galena, Platteville and Prairie du Chien, New Line Real Estate, Claire Banks of Southwest Wisconsin, The Upstairs in Platteville, Edward Jones representative Bob Hundhausen, Raleigh Cheese House, Mound City Bank, Tricor Insurance, Community First Bank, and the Shoebox in Black Earth. From Dubuque Wallard High School, this is TC Network's coverage of girls high school softball. From the Mississippi Valley Conference, TC Network's coverage presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings from the TC Network's broadcast booth or broadcast location, if you will. Bradley Preer, I'm Mark Evenstad. We're here to bring you today's game between Dubuque Wallard and Western Dubuque. Welcome to our Raleigh Cheese pregame show presented by Raleigh Cheese at the intersection of highways 11 and 23 in the Part of Lafayette County, Bradley. Don't forget the cheese. Hey, nailed it. Hey, we got a good matchup here today. Two teams that are 2-0 sure after their opening wins on Tuesday. We sure do. Western Dubuque, though, is a lot tighter than Wallert's wins, where Wallert had uh, wins by more than five runs in each of theirs, whereas Western Dubuque had to battle out Iowa City Liberty in a 2-1 victory and a 3-0 victory. Uh, to start out the season on Tuesday. So that's where we stand with uh, both teams being 2-0 and coming into today's action. Coming up, we're going to hear from the coaches. Up next is going to be Ashley Cullen, the uh, coach of Dubuque Wallert, former Platteville coach, and he'll be joining us on the Raleigh Cheese pregame show. That's next here on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPBL and am1590wpbl.com. It's the pre-4th of July sale at Les Mack Chevy Buick in downtown Lancaster, now through July 3rd. No gimmicks, no games, just an honest, straightforward buying experience. Test drive a new 2020 Chevy Trax featuring great gas mileage with remote start, rear vision camera, and more. Buy it now for only 20173 or lease it for nothing down in just $259 a month for 39 months. Chevy, find new roads. Or check out a new 2020 Buick Encore with noise control system, rear vision camera, and more. Buy now for just $20,573. Save over $5,800 after all valid discounts. Or lease it for nothing down and just $249 a month for 39 months. Check the flyer in the June 15th reminder for more great pre-4th of July deals. Less Max Chevy Buick in downtown Lancaster, where you always get more from less. See our Facebook page or check our website at lessmac.com. For both lease offers, tax title and license not included, no security deposit required, must make first month's payment. Lease offer ends June 30th. Call 800-236-6070 for more information. ESPN Radio AM 50. WPBL Raleigh Team pregame. And we're bringing you a doubleheader of girls high school softball from Dubuque. It is Wallert playing host to Western Dubuque. We're going to chat with Wallert coach Ashley Cullen. And uh, Ashley, uh, Tuesday, uh, the opener for your team. You know, uh, a month delay to get the season started, but uh, I guess well worth waiting for to uh, play two and uh, win two. Yeah, it was a good night. It was uh, a little hot, but uh, we settled in after the first game. A strong pitching performance from uh, 
Anna Chapman uh, had 11 strikeouts, a couple walks, uh, only gave up five hits in the first game of the year. It was pretty amazing. Um, second game, we had a combined pitching effort from three different team, three different pitchers. Uh, Lily Roth started off, uh, was pretty strong, went five solid innings. Uh, Anna came in for an inning, and then Tierney Tesla finished the game off. Yeah, when you talked about Anna Chapman, she had a great year last year. And uh, I tell you what, she's, she's, she's going to be a key cog to the success of the team this year. Yeah, she is. Uh, it's, it's nice to have a dominant person on the mound. Uh, she throws mid-60s and has quite a few different pitches, uh, hits her spots on a regular basis. Uh, she, and she's uh, pretty good from the plate also. Yeah, you got a lot of great returning players, including Ashley. I, you, know, you don't see this over in Wisconsin, but uh, kids who contributed as eighth graders last year and they're freshmen this year. Yeah, it's my third year here. I do have two girls that are now sophomores that have played since eighth grade year on varsity. Uh, last year we had four or five different eighth graders that contributed, and we do have one up on the roster this year. Yeah, so it's a it's a great cast and taking out a pretty good team here today that uh, finished 500 last year. Yeah, we played them last year uh, over at uh, West Dubuque, and uh, it was a really really long night. We had lightning uh, delay, we had uh, storm delays. Uh, we ended up getting out of there, I think it was 12.30 or so at night when time we got down to the doubleheader. Uh, and we split. Uh, they they uh, had a good, they have great pitching and uh, a couple good hitters. Uh, Ellie Lynch is a uh, really dominant hitter for them. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was a battle. and They are uh, a very sound team. That's Ashley Cullen, the coach of the Wallert Golden Eagles on our Raleigh Cheese pregame. Back with more after this on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPBL. More choices. More money. Bayer Plus Rewards is a new kind of rewards program, one that lets you call the shots. Choose from our broad portfolio of high-performance products. Earn more money on the eligible products that are right for your farm. Use our new portal to see your purchases, track your rewards, and decide how you want to use them. That's how we're putting more control in your hands. That's the plus. Sign in and earn big with Bayer Plus Rewards. Visit MyBayerPlus.com to sign up today. See program terms and conditions for full details. Hi, this is Doug Dolter from Dubuque Mattress. I just want to take a moment and thank each and every volunteer that helped sew masks for the Tri-State area. You have made an amazing difference. It was really awesome to see so many of you rally together to accomplish such an awesome, worthy goal. We at Dubuque Mattress are proud to be part of such an amazing community. From all of us at Dubuque Mattress, thank you. Dubuque Mattress Factory, you get a little snooze time. Welcome back to ESPN Radio AM 1590 WPVL. Bradley Preer here to interview head coach of the Western Dubuque Bobcats, Rachel Neal. And good evening or afternoon, whatever it is. So, Rach, you had uh, two close games on Tuesday versus Iowa City Liberty to start the season. What did your team learn from those two games to start out the year? Um, a couple things is, you know, with a lot of the COVID guidelines and things, I think it was just good to see what the game feel would look like. Um, and then I think overall, Liberty is a, a strong team and the fact that we competed and um, competed each inning and uh, we worked really hard and got the victory. So that's good. About, and, uh, with only eight game days this season compared to the more than 25 you've had almost every year before this, 
What adjustments are you making? You know, the playoff run, if you will, starts right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the I guess the positive of that is every team in the state is in the same boat. So, you know, all track and field and soccer athletes all start at the same time. No one was able to have open gym. So everyone's in the same boat. So we're kind of just taking it as, you know, we're excited and um, thankful and grateful for the opportunity to play and then just kind of going with the flow each day and um, talking through things like whether it's injuries or soreness if that's coming up otherwise um, we're just like I said just really grateful for the opportunity to play and last season coming off a 500 record uh, led by Sydney Kennedy in the circle should we expect more from her this year as a junior? A great season sophomore year last year and now moving on up in yeah. the ranks. Oh, definitely. Even um, when she pitched for us uh, her freshman year, she did a tremendous job with um, keeping hitters off balance and then, you know, kind of have, has really blossomed into the total athlete of hitting and defense. And obviously in the circle, she does an awesome job. And then you mentioned COVID restricting how you practice and play. You don't get to do the open gyms. You don't get to really have anywhere near as much freedom as you had in the past on how you go about your day-to-day -day operations off the field. Right. It's. I mean, it's a learning curve for everybody. Obviously, this pandemic is something no one's um, gone through before. So our admin team has done a tremendous job of keeping us in the loop as things change um, and making sure that they have our athletes, fans, and, you know, like our community safety at first and foremost. And then our athletes have done a great job of abiding by them. And then lastly, going up against Waller, who also comes off of two wins that were much bigger than yours on Tuesday. Tough competition coming up today. What are your... Uh, you're looking to capitalize on today? Um, today we're looking to um, compete and um, obviously they have a you know strong pitching as well and we're hoping to be a tough out in the batter's box and then make the plays on defense and yeah. All right well best of luck to you thanks for your time. Thanks Ben. Northland Buildings is committed to offering superior buildings at the best value. In these challenging times, you can still get your new building with the help of Northland's expert sales team. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com to find a Northland sales consultant. Their business is buildings, and they're here to help you get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Buildings. How costly will it be if your company's security system fails? Eliminate risk by partnering with the security experts at TC Networks. TC Networks is experienced in security, surveillance, and access control. Their specialty is education after the install and ongoing support. Unsure if your system is antiquated or your network has changed? There is no risk in getting a free security assessment. Call TC Networks today or visit online at tcnetworks.com. Integrating ideas, supporting initiatives, empowering users. Welcome back to ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPBL and WPBL.com. Bradley Preer, Mark even sat alongside me. We've got some softball action coming your way here in just a moment. Let's uh, take a look, Bradley, at the Nutrition World starting lineup. It's presented by Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Quality selection and knowledge for optimal health and energy levels are found at Nutrition World on Water Street in Platteville. First for the visiting Western Dubuque Bobcats. They are coached by Bradley. Rachel Neal. There we go. And they will lead off with Sarah Horsfield in center field. Playing at first base will be Ella Link. Sidney Kennedy, the pitcher, will be batting third. The cleanup hitter is the designated hitter, Abigail Kleesner. She'll be batting for the left fielder, Claire Horsfield. 
Batting in the uh, number five spot will be the shortstop, Amy King. Batting six will be Hallie Wilgenbush. She is at third base. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with the rest of the Nutrition World starting lineup right after this on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. Hi, welcome to Culver's. Seeing the joy that people feel when they share a meal with family and friends, that's why we do this. We'll be here with your favorites and always a smile. Visit Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. Hi, this is Christine Raleigh of Raleigh Cheese, wishing all area athletes successful seasons. Cheese is a great source of protein for school lunches or a snack before the big game. Stop in and try some of our award-winning artisan cheeses like Dunbarton Blue, Red Rock, and Little Mountain. We have fresh cheese curds weekly and a wide variety of snacks and beverages, plus made-to-order cheese trays. Shop locally and taste the difference of handmade Wisconsin cheese at Raleigh Cheese House on the corner of Highways 11 and 23 Shellsburg. Enjoy Steve's Pizza in Platteville via carryout or local delivery service. Visit stevespizzapalace.com to see their menu and place your order. A true Platteville classic. Visit stevespizzapalace.com. Welcome back to Dubuque Wallert, where it is girls' high school softball action from the Mississippi Valley Conference. It is the Wallert Golden Eagles hosting the Western Dubuque Bobcats. Let's get to the rest of that Nutrition World starting lineup for Western Dubuque. We mentioned that that, uh, Amy King was playing at short and that Hallie Wilgenbush was playing at third. The bottom half of the lineup or the bottom third of the lineup at catcher will be Emma Guile. Right fielder is Meg Bessler, and the the second baseman is J.C. Walters. So for Western Dubuque, it's Horsefield, Link, Kennedy, Kleister, King, Wilgenbush, Guile, Bessler, and Walters. Now the Nutrition World starting lineup for the Wallert Eagles, coached by Ashley Cullen, leading off and playing at second base will be Ellie Timberman. Batting second will be the left fielder, Natalie Kelzer. Batting third will be the catcher, Paige Hummel. Batting fourth, the first baseman, Lily Roth. Batting right after that will be the catcher, rather the uh, shortstop, Maria Roth. Of course. (laughs) The designated hitter is Catherine, Catherine Netter. She will be batting for the third baseman, Isabel Pfeiffer. And then the bottom third of the order, the pitcher, Anna Chapman, followed by Tyranny Teslo and the center fielder, Abigail Wallace. Again, both teams are 2-0 two, uh, two and oh, coming into today's action with uh, the Golden Eagles winning over Waterloo East, 7-0 and 12-6. And uh, a couple of low-scoring games for Western Dubuque. As they won over Iowa City Liberty two to one and three to nothing. And we're about set and stepping in now. Here is for Dubuque, for Western Dubuque, a left-handed hitter. It is Ellie Timmerman. Number No, Sarah two. Horsefield. Pardon me? Sarah Horsefield. You've got Waller. Oh, I'm sorry. In front of you. I, yes, I got it turned around. All right. 
Okay, and here is Sarah Horsfield leading off a left-handed hitter. And she runs up on the pitch and she swings and misses. And I believe the count 0-2 now to Horsfield. We'll check the defense for Wallard here in just a second. Next pitch, again, runs up on it. See, President Gard and I were talking about this the other night, uh, Bradley. You don't see right-handed hitters do that, running no. up on the ball and then you know, literally trying to drag bunt it. But here, Horsefield is trying to do that here. Stands in, and the pitch. Takes that one up high. And the count, I believe, one and two to Horsefield. Now the next pitch, again, a run up and a foul. And it remains at one and two. Defensively, for Wallert, it is Abigail Pfeiffer at third, Maria Roth at short, Ellie Timmerman at second, and Lily Roth at first. Get the outfield in just a second. Here's a run up, a little tapper down the third, and the throw to the first is in time oh. to take care of Horsefield. Five, well, three, and the put out, one away. You don't get much closer than safe on a rundown like that. The outfield, Natalie Kelzer, Abigail Wallace, and Tyranny Teslo. Left to right, the catcher is Paige Hummel. In the circle is Anna Chapman. She is outstanding. We'll talk about her in a second. Standing in now is Ella Link, and she takes outside. Back to the backstop, and it's 1-0. Get the numbers out here in just a second on Chapman. Link to stand back in. And the pitch, she takes down low, and it's 2-0. and Last year, Chapman was 15-8, a 1.78 earned run average, 145 and two-thirds innings, striking out 225, the pitch. Yeah, you heard Rachel Neal talk about Chapman's ability in the pregame interview, and just an incredible pitcher and almost untouchable. Two and one to do link. And now the pitch from Chapman as she winds. And here it is. That one's way high. It was actually three and all the count. And that'll be a walk. First walk of the ball game. And Link is aboard one way and one on for Western Dubuque. The rest of Chapman's numbers, she only walked 32 last year. And she also led the team with four home runs and 27 RBIs. Get a courtesy runner now for Western Dubuque. Number 11 And is... this is going to be Aubrey Bierman, who is going to stand in now. And Chapman getting set. Another left-handed hitter coming up in Sidney Kennedy. So we'll see about that, Bradley, when uh, they come to bat. Is she also a left-handed pitcher, or does she bat right. from the left side to protect the right arm? We will see. First pitch. Taken for a strike, and the count is 0-1. No advance by the courtesy runner. You do see, Mark, a, an elbow guard on that right arm, so very possible she is uh, pitching the, right side. Here's the too. pitch, and she fouls it back out of play. 0-2 now to Sidney Kennedy. These two teams split their games last year. In fact, uh, it was a big six-run fourth inning for Wallert that produced a victory in the, the first game. 
that they won last year. Next pitch, fouled back with a half swing, and it remains 0-2. Sydney Kennedy is a college commit to DMAC in her junior year. Count of 0-2 to Kennedy. And she takes outside a ball, 1-2 now to Sydney Kennedy, the starting pitcher for the Bobcats. Just underway from Western Dubuque. Next pitch, she takes down to the dirt. Runner goes, and she'll get down there. That's the courtesy runner, Aubrey Bierman, and she's got a stolen base. So a runner in scoring position for the Bobcats. And a count of one and two to Kennedy. Now the pitch on the way, and a bouncing ball hit towards short. Only one play, and that's the first, and just in Did time. She, I think she what said, happened there is, no, they're going to call her out. She is out, yes. We saw that. She was out, and the runner advances to third. Thought for a moment that uh, number 14 over here, Lily Roth might have taken her foot off the bag, but she manages to hold it. Now here's Abigail Kleesner, the designated hitter. Roth, a runner in scoring position at third base. In Bierman. First pitch taken for a strike, and it's 0-1 to Abigail Kleesner, the designated hitter. Two away here in the top half of the first inning. If she can get on and drive in a run, for that matter, Amy King will get a chance to bat. Next pitch outside. 1-1 one one now to Abigail Kleesner. We'll see Wallert again on Tuesday night with yet more doubleheader action. Pitch from Chapman. Misses inside. 3-0 and to Kleesner. So Chapman having a little bit of control trouble here in the first inning. Although she does have two outs. And the pitch now from Chapman is called a strike on the inside corner. And it's 3-1. and The dimensions here at the ballpark... Looks to me about yeah, about 200, maybe 225 all the way across. Chapman is ready. And the pitch, a swing and a miss. That was strike three. And the ball was dropped and then uh, tagged out for the third out. Kleesner strikes out to end the inning. So for Western Dubuque, no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. And after a half inning from Dubuque Wallert, it is Western Dubuque, nothing, and Wallert coming up on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPVL and am1590wpvl.com. When you are hungry before or after the game, the Sports Page in Belmont is the place to stop. The Sports Page offers Friday fish fry, prime rib on Saturday, and Sunday brunch, plus great-tasting burgers, pizza, and baskets. Stop in for your next outing at the Sports Page, Belmont. Hi, this is Steve Schmidt, owner of The Shoebox in downtown Black Earth. We have thousands of pairs of shoes in stock, no waiting. So we'll stop in anytime, specializing in size, selection, and fit. We will save you money. P.S. We measure both feet. Stop into The Shoebox, the largest shoe store at the north end of Black Earth. 
the Peterson Agency in Argyle, and Hastings Mutual Insurance, a proud past and an exciting future. You'll find their service to be personal and responsive. Hastings Mutual Insurance and the Peterson Agency offer complete lines of personal, business, and farm owners insurance products. The professionals at the Peterson Agency also provide coverage for recreational vehicles, farm liability, and workers' compensation. This is Brian Peterson. Don't assume that you're adequately covered. See me at the Peterson Agency in Argyle or call us at 543-3354. TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster Saputo Cheese built by Northland Buildings from the TC Network's broadcast spot. Mark Evenstead with Bradley Preer. We go to the bottom half of the first inning and it's going to be for Dubuque Wallard, Ellie Timmerman, Natalie Kelzer and Paige Hummel on the face, Sydney Kennedy and the Western Dubuque Bobcats. Defensively for the Bobcats from third to first, it's Hallie, Wilg- Hallie Wilgenbush, Amy Kane, Jace Walters and Ella Link from third to first. In the outfield, it's Claire Horsfield, Sarah Horsfield and Meg Bessler. Catching is Emma Guile and Sydney Kennedy is in the circle for the Bobcats. Another left-handed hitter. Here's Ellie Timberman, and she tries to bunt her way on and fouls it back 0-1. Tell you what, last few years I have been seeing lots and lots of left-handed hitters. Highland in Wisconsin last year, I think they, if I'm, memory serves me correct, the first four hitters in our lineup were left-handed hitters. And that was last year, and I'm sure they would have been all back this year had they played varsity ball. Timmerman stands back in, takes outside. One and one to Ellie Timmerman. Sydney Kennedy. She is indeed a right-hander, so she was batting left-handed to protect that right arm. Next pitch, foul back. One and two. One ball, two strikes to Timmerman. And Kennedy winds and deals. And another half swing, and this is fouled back. The uh, setting here, we're behind the high school and middle school here at Wallard. And you've got some trees off to the right, or to the left here. Just off to the left. Which really <laughs> would have made for a great hitter's background if uh, you had the field turned around. But you got some trees in the distance out in center field here. Next pitch, fouled back out of play. And it remains one and two to Ellie Timmerman. But uh, actually, there's really no parking out around here. I mean, uh, I got lucky and came up to a gate here that we were managed to open and got back in here. But it's in behind the school buildings here at the Holy Family c- Campus. One-two pitch, half swing, and hit down to second. Up with it is Walters and on the first to get Timmerman. One away. Bottom of the first inning. Now here's Natalie Kelzer. She plays in left field. She'll be a right-handed hitter for the Eagles. Our game brought to you by the Shoebox and Black Earth, largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. First pitch is a bit outside, 1-0. Kennedy getting set. Just about everybody except for the shortstop will have a face guard on. 
Next pitch, swing and a miss. And I believe it's one and one to Natalie Kelzer. Other sponsors today, Midwest One Bank, Simply Better Banking. That's Midwest One Bank. One one. That's taken a bit high. Two and one now to Kelzer. Outfield straight away. Medium depth for Kelzer. They got the scoreboard in the outfield here, or near the scoreboard here. The half swing by Kelzer just to protect the strike zone, and she fouls it off. Two and two now to Kelzer. Sometimes what you'll do is wave the bat, too, to try to distract the pitcher. See if they miss the strike zone that way. Next pitch. Half swing and a miss for strike three, and Kelzer is gone. First strike out of the ball game for Sidney Kennedy. Two away. Now here's Paige Hummel, the catcher. Another right-handed hitter facing the Bobcats. First pitch is a strike called, and it's 0-1. Black pants, red leggings, and red uniform tops with white numerals and lettering for the Bobcats. The pitch, a swing and a miss by Hummel. And it's 0-2. Wallert. Pretty white. White uniforms, bottoms and tops, and blue leggings. Next offering, just missed outside. 1-2 and two now to Hummel. We're on the first base line here at Wallert. The 1-2 pitch now coming up to Hummel. And here it is. Swung on, foul back. That'll get out of play. We'll do it all over again at one and two. Now, Mark, if you remember the Charlotte Bobcats of the NBA, their logo back then would be very strikingly similar to what you see with Western Dubuque. Mm-hmm. Just a few little alterations. The pitch called strike three, but it goes to the backstop. Now there'll have to be a play at first base. The throw down the first is in time for a two-three put out on the strikeout. Guile through the link to get a 2-3 putout, so it is a strikeout, second of the ball game, and 2-3 of the putout to end the inning. For Wallert, no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And at the end of one from Dubuque, Wallert, TC Network's coverage of girls' high school softball, it is Wallert nothing and Western Dubuque nothing on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPBL. Virus, market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Today's headlines are very scary. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Bob Hundhausen. I'll work with you to sort through the headlines, understand the impact of short-term events, and how we position ourselves for the long term. We provide the tools for a reasoned, disciplined approach to investing. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. Give us a call at 608-348-4846. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hear TC Network's coverage of high school sports on Queen Bee Radio all season. Presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese. Built by Northland Buildings. See the sports schedule at am1590wpbl.com. Hey sports fans, this is Carly. And this is Danielle from Saputo Cheese, proudly located in Belmont and Lancaster. We're looking for energetic and reliable people to join our growing teams. We provide competitive wages, benefits, and so much more. Visit us at saputo.com to learn more. 
And I'm just going to interrupt him. <laughs> TC Network's coverage of girls' high school softball on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. Shark and Bradley here from Dubuque Wallert. And we head to the top of the second inning for Western Dubuque. It's Amy Kane, the shortstop. Hallie Wilgenbush, the third baseman. And then Emma Guile, the catcher for the Bobcats. Right-handed hitter. Amy Kane standing in against Anna Chapman. Had a little bit of control trouble last inning. The first pitch has a fastball over and a swing and a miss for strike one to Amy Kane. Now the next offering from Chapman. That one is a riser up high. One and one to Kane. Again, about a 20-game season for all of these teams instead of the usual 30-plus as has been in the in past years, but you have to realize a good month of the season was eliminated. Next pitch, a swing and a miss, one and two. And this is the only high school sports, virtually, around here. And when it comes to baseball, summer baseball is the only summer baseball. The rest of the U.S. doesn't have it. Next pitch, followed back, one and two to Kane. Quite honestly, Mark, we talk about um, Iowa being one of just the few states in the country that has any summer sports happening. A lot of eyes on these games as this season moves on as to how they go. 1-2. That's up high. 2-2 two and two now to Kane. Of course, we don't really have a shoebox scoreboard per se for any results that we've had. We'll go over a few of them, though, from Tuesday night. Next pitch down in the dirt. 3-2 now to Kane. However... The latest, keeping our eyes on negotiations between Major League Baseball and its Players Union. We were being told that an agreement was closed. Here's a high pop-up, third base side. That's going to get into the dugout. And behind the dugout, foul, and it's still three and two. The uh, two sides were very close. The uh, owners were proposing a 60-game regular season in 70 days. And... Full prorated salaries and no grievances. Next pitch, a swing and a miss by Kane. All right, just and a little the bit first ago. First out of the inning. I read just a little bit ago that uh, the players' union though has given a counter proposal for seventy games. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. We know what that's all about. We'll get to that in a moment. One away. Here's Hallie Wilgenbush, and she swings and fouls it off. Down the third baseline, and it's 0-1 to Wilgenbush. Two strikeouts in the game now for Chapman. But, uh, yeah, we know we know that they wanted more games for more money because they're being right. paid per game. Now, they feel that they could get in 70 games, maybe even a little bit more. Next pitch, there's a line drive down the left field line. That's going to go foul. And it's 0-2 to Wilgenbush. Well, if, if they propose more, let's say they propose 80 games, they're going to have to play some double headers. There's no getting around that. There's not that many days. But we're being told that they were close, very close. So within the next 48 hours, there may be an agreement. The pitch swung on, hit pass short into the left field, a base hit for Wilgenbush. Boy, she swings a good solid bat. First hit of the ball game by anybody. One aboard with one out. And the batter will be Emma Guile, the catcher. Guile standing in. Oh, 
Weir's number 15. First pitch. Pops it up. First base side. Is there room? Yes. Second baseman Timmerman comes in in foul territory and makes the catch the retired guy and there's two away. Now the batter will be Meg Bessler, the right fielder. Tell you what, when you're you pop out on the first pitch, first pitch is swing and a miss, and it's 0-1. When you pop out, you just feel cheated. You just feel like, oh, you know, I had more pitches coming my way. Why did I swing at that one? 0-1 the Bessler. She can get on. J.C. Walters will be for the batter. Next pitch, just missed a bit high. One and one to Bessler. Runner at first in Hilgenbush. Anderson Weber Toyota and Dubuque bringing our action today, powering our audio stream. That's Anderson Weber Toyota when you are ready. Chapman in the pitch, a swing and a miss. A throw down the second runner goes, and the ball goes into center field. It's backed up at a stolen base for Wilgenbush. Good idea there. Try to get on base with two outs. Try to get into scoring position. So runner at second. Two away, and a count of one and two to Bessler. Chapman getting all set, and the pitch. That's way high. Dancing off of second was uh, Wilgenbush, and Hummel came charging out there to prevent any further advance. Two and two to Bessler, and Chapman with the pitch, and... She just gets a piece of it. Bessler stays alive by fouling it back. And it remains at 2-2. Two and two. Beautiful afternoon. Not a whole lot of humidity. Next pitch is down low. And taking off for third. And getting there. A delayed stolen base for Wilgenbush. That pitch was in the dirt. Wilgenbush decided to go for it. So she's at third now. She's just 60 feet away. And a full count now to Bessler. Now here's Chapman in the pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three. So the inning comes to an end. Three strikeouts for Chapman. For the Bobcats, no runs. They hit no errors and one left. And the middle of two from Dubuque Wallard. TC Network's coverage of high school softball. It is Wallert nothing, Western Dubuque nothing on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPVL. How costly will it be if your company's security system fails? Eliminate risk by partnering with the security experts at TC Networks. TC Networks is experienced in security, surveillance, and access control. Their specialty is education after the install and ongoing support. Unsure if your system is antiquated or your network has changed? There is no risk in getting a free security assessment. Call TC Networks today or visit online at tcnetworks.com. Integrating ideas, supporting initiatives, empowering users. Receiving an inheritance? Let's talk. Contact Ben Reeves, CFP, your Southwest Wisconsin Edward Jones financial advisor. Located in Platteville on highways 80 and 81, next to Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Member SIPC. Receiving proceeds from selling your farm? Contact Ben Reeves, CFP, your Southwest Wisconsin Edward Jones Financial Advisor. Located in Platteville on highways 80 and 81, next to Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Member SIPC. 
This is TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. Our game today also brought to you by Claire Bank with eight convenient locations throughout southwest Wisconsin. Claire Bank, when they say we can do that, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. On to the bottom of the second inning. No score between Wallert and Western Dubuque. Lily Roth will lead things off. She'll be followed by Maria Roth. And then Catherine Netter in the first pitch is a swing and a miss by Lily Roth, the first baseman, and it's 0-1-1. Sydney Kennedy on for her second inning of work. The next pitch is taken outside for a ball. 1-1 one one to Lily Roth. I believe she's a senior. You would be correct. She's a senior, and then Maria's a freshman. We'll talk about that here in just a second. Now, Lily steps out of the batter's box. We're not right behind the home plate, but I can, it seems to me, here's the pitch, that's his line, foul over our heads, and it's one and two. Now, the other day, we saw that the umpire was a good, about three feet behind the catcher. Doesn't appear to be that much here. He's a home plate umpire is right up behind the catcher. Of course, it's a very short distance from home plate back to the backstop, so it would be very difficult to score on a pass ball or wild pitch from third. The pitch inside, 2-2 two and two to Lily Roth. I mean, you can get that rebound off of the piping and get it easy out at the plate if a runner tries to advance and score. 2-2. Two, two. Foul back, and it remains 2-2. Two and two. And what we also saw the other day was we had the had the pop-up tents down each line. A little more freedom for the players to mill about. Small dugouts there. Small dugouts here, too, but they have the kids doing as best they can to social distance themselves as the next pitch is swung on a miss by Roth, and she strikes out. That is the third straight strikeout for Sidney Kennedy. And now here's Maria Roth, the shortstop. And she takes the ball 1-0. Maria Roth, a freshman this year. She played varsity, played significantly as an 8th grader last year. In fact, uh, Ashley Cullen pointed out he's got like four players who are sophomores now who are like three-year players who are playing as 8th graders. Next pitch, a swing and a miss. And it's 1-1. He has one eighth grade player this year, too. Oh, yeah. They certainly don't discourage it. 1 1. Half swing and a miss. No, that was strike three. Strike three on Roth. That is four straight strikeouts now for Sidney Kennedy. And there's two away. Now, Catherine Netter, the designated hitter. Hits from the right side. Swings and fouls it back. 0-1. Softball be brought to you by Pilling Electric Service. They're who to call for all wiring projects. And Ryan is also a dealer for Winco, PTO, and Generac standby generators. That's Pilling Electric Service, LLC of Mineral Point and Montford. Here's the pitch. Up high. 1-1 to Catherine Netter. Steps out for a second and walks back in. 1-1 from Kennedy. She looks at a ball down low. 
Two and one now to Catherine Netter. She can get on. Anna Chapman will get a chance to bat here at the bottom of the second inning. The pitch. Swung on. Hit through the left side of the infield and a base hit. And the aforementioned Anna Chapman will get a chance to bat here with two on, rather two outs and one on. First hit of the ball game for the Eagles. There's just enough cloud cover, thin cloud cover, to just kind of keep the sun from really beating down on us here this afternoon. We certainly welcome that. Now here's Chapman, and she takes up high, one and all. Chapman led the Eagles with four home runs last year and drove in 27. The outfield plays are fairly deep. Next pitch. Sky high pop-up, third base side. That'll get out of play. One and one to Anna Chapman. Another sponsor today. Myers Mechanical, servicing, heating, cooling, plumbing, and Lancaster, Dodgeville, Prairie du Chien, and everywhere in between. Myers 24-7, 365. Home protection plan will keep you covered all year long. That's Myers in Lancaster. The next pitch is taken for a strike by Chapman. And a count now, one ball and two strikes to Anna Chapman. We are in the bottom of the second inning. No score between the Bobcats and the Golden Eagles. 1-2 on the way. Here it is. Looks at a ball low, and now it is 2-2. Two and two. Chapman took a pretty good pitch that time. Now here's Kennedy, and she is ready. The 2-2. Two, two. A let up and a swing and a miss. Boy, she let up on that one, and, Ch- and uh, Chapman was way out in front. Kennedy strikes out the side. And for the Golden Eagles... In the second, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. And at the end of two, TC Network's coverage of girls' high school softball, it is nothing-nothing between Wallert and Western Dubuque on ESPN Radio. AM 1590, WPBL and AM 1590, WPBL.com. Enjoy Steve's Pizza in Platteville via carryout or local delivery service. Visit stevespizzapalace.com to see their menu and place your order. A true Platteville classic. Visit stevespizzapalace.com. 24-7, 365 commitment. That's what you get from Myers in Lancaster. Servicing Lancaster, Dodgeville, Prairie du Chien, and everywhere in between. Call Myers in Lancaster for your home heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. 608-723-6543, 608-723-6543, and don't forget to ask about our 24-7, 365 home protection plan. And I thank you for your business. Hey sports fans, this is Carly. And this is Danielle from Saputo Cheese, proudly located in Belmont and Lancaster. We're looking for energetic and reliable people to join our growing teams. We provide competitive wages, benefits, and so much more. Visit us at saputo.com to learn more. No score between Western Dubuque and Wallard Catholic on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPVL. I'm Mark Evenstead, and here to bring you the middle innings, here's Bradley Prier. Thank you very much, Shark. Western Dubuque will start with the bottom of their lineup with Walters, and then jump back up to the top with Horsefield and Link. Batting 9-1-2. Here's 
Walters taking the first pitch high. Ball 1-0. and Chapman so far with just three strikeouts and a walk and gave up a hit. Next one also high and we'll be at a 2-0 count. Next pitch on the way, also high. That'll bring us up to a 3 nothing, and Chapman in danger of walking the first batter of the inning. And wind up, send it down, gets the strike on the outside edge. 3-1 count to Walters. Kennedy set, and brings it in, and that one will be high, ball four. For Walters. That will bring up Sarah Horsefield. We're back to the top of the lineup. Get a courtesy runner for Walters. Bring in Maddie Harris. A sophomore. I think a bite might be in order here. We'll see. Let's see if there's a sacrifice. Last at bat, it was... Ground out to third for Horsefield to kick off the game. Here's the delivery from Chapman. There's the bunt. Drop down the third baseline, but foul. Three strike one. Indeed, you were right, Mark. There was the bite. See if they try once more on that. If she can shorten up the bunt just a little bit, deaden the ball a little bit on the third base side. She's a left-handed hitter. Or maybe even try to drag it. Third base playing in deep. Pop this bunt up behind the third baseman. And well, foul territory. Well, she popped it up, and unfortunately for uh, for uh, Wallert, uh, Pfeiffer was charging in, and that ball sailed over her head. Foul. Otherwise, she could have grabbed that for an out. A little bit too early of a reaction there. Chapman delivers. Runs up on it, decides to leave it for ball one. Going to be difficult to bunt now with two strikes. Third base still playing in. Corners in. This ball's down in the dirt. Ball two, 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 Horsefield. Horsefield, a junior at Western Dubuque, committed to DMAC. And the pitch. She'll run up on this one, get it down the third base side into the outfield, and we've got a single for Western Dubuque. That's a push bunt that time. She pushed it past the third baseman. So you are right about that. So Western Dubuque, two on, no outs in a scoreless third inning. Second hit of the ball game. Chapman seems like she's just struggling to find a groove so far in this one. It's usually not an issue for her. Chapman gets set, winds up, brings it in, and strike one to Link. Link a senior. If you go down uh, Main Street in Farley, Iowa, all these seniors that graduated from Western Dubuque are prominently featured down Main Street with banners on each light pole. Next pitch to Link. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Ball 
Chapman takes a little breather here. And next pitch coming for Link. Batting from the right side. This one's in. She drops it down to short. Gets off the glove of shortstop and running around third. Coming home is Maddie Harris. The first run of the game goes to Western Dubuque. Runners now at first and second. Courtesy of Link. She'll get one RBI on that. Now that, well, I don't know if that'll be an RBI that, uh, or maybe an error. Depends how you want to I think that's an error. Of course, we're not the official scorer. True. And typically the home team, they will have an official score, but, uh, yeah, I would think that would be an error charged to Roth. I think you might be right. We'll get a mound visit here as the players keep six feet of social distancing around the circle for this mound visit. Usually you'd see them all in a tight huddle. Yeah. Makes it a little tougher to be secretive. As Ashley Cullen out there to discuss with his team as to how to go about this to prevent any more runs breaking out. Well, you got runners at first and second. A lot of times, what you could do is you could have that runner from first break for second, and then you would have this this look of total confusion on the part of the base runners, but it's not. It's a planned play to try to get the defense to throw the ball. Right you are. Then you break for third. First pitch swung on and fouled off for Kennedy. One count. Chapman. Gets set. Winds up. Delivers. High. Ball one, one and one. Kennedy steps back into the box. And the wind-up delivered from Chapman. That one is a ball two. Must have been just a bit outside. 2-1 count. No outs here in the top of the third. Western Dubuque scores one, makes it one nothing. This one hit out into left field and dropped by the left fielder. This is going to get one run home, maybe two. They'll hold them at third with Link. But meanwhile, Horsefield comes around and scores the second run. And now we'll have a double for Kennedy and runners at second and third. Still no outs. Kennedy will get a courtesy runner in sophomore Maddie Heiderscheidt. Now batting is Abigail Kleesner. She'll step into the right side of the batter's box. And Chapman will get set. Still no outs. Two runs across for the Bobcats so far. This one hit out into center. Could it be? It is gone. Three-run homer for Abigail Kleesner will make the scoreboard wide open. Five to nothing. Western Dubuque. There's no doubt about that one after it left the bat. Oh, no, not at all. Three-run homer. We now have a 5 nothing ball game, Western Dubuque.
And Catcher will come out to talk with Hummel. We'll talk with Chapman to try to sort this out. And those RBIs brought to you by Midwest One Bank. Score more with Simply Better Banking. That's Midwest One Bank. First pitch to Kleesner is a strike. She'll just watch it go by. Chapman gives up five in one inning, which is very, very uncommon in her career. This one's low, but swung on and fouled off to third. And we'll see an 0-2 count for Kane. Get the ball back in here as it rolls out to the outfield. That's another difference, too. The umpires don't touch the ball. The players retrieve the ball. That one called for a ball outside. A lot of regulations actually surrounding these games. Can't have a fever. If you've got a cough, they don't even want you to come around. This one inside, ball two. And, of course, lots of other restrictions around these games so that everybody is safe. Ball three up high. Full count to Kane. Chapman delivers. Hits it off her toe. And foul ball. Remain 3-2. Kane will take a little break here as she recovers from, of course, a little bit of pain from hitting your foot. Chapman will get set. Kane back in the box. And we will get a delivery here. Gets it up in the hands. Fouls that one off uh, to third. And if I'm counting right, I think we've got pitch number eight or nine coming of the at-bat. Kane Struck out in the second to lead off the second inning. Western Dubuque now on their sixth batter of the inning. This one's popped up to short. And she'll get it out for the first out of the inning. And if you're Wallert Catholic, you're probably thinking, finally, an out. Wilgenbush will step in now. Hallie Wilgenbush, a junior. And she swings and a miss. Strike one. Top of the third, Western Dubuque five. Wallert Catholic zero. All those runs coming in this inning. This one's down on the ground, but a half swing checked, and the umpire will call that a strike. Oh, two. Wilgen Bush back in the box, resting her bat on her shoulder, calls for time. This could just be a move to get uh, Chapman out of her groove after getting two strikes first. Now Chapman sends, ball down in the dirt. Ball one, one, two. Just two coaches on the record for Western Dubuque here. We'll get to that in a bit. Delivery from Chapman sends strike three. Second out of the inning. Just Rachel Neal and Lynn Horner on the record for coaching. 
Last year they had uh, Lindsay Digman also coaching, but she moved to a different school. First pitch here to Guile High. Ball one. And the next pitch on the way. This one swung on and missed right down the pipe. 1-1 one, one for Guile. Long top of the third, ball two. And standing in, ball down in the dirt, retrieved nicely by Hummel. B3-1. A lot of three uh, ball counts this inning for Chapman. This one fouled off. Strike two. She's been effective, though, from the full count, getting the out both times. Guile steps back in. Chapman ready. Sends it high right at the letters. Ball four. And the Bobcats have their sixth base runner of the inning. Nobody else on here. Guile at first. Chapman ready to go to Bezler. Ball one, and we'll walk the runner back to the base. Actually, strike one. Sorry, pardon. For Bezler. Strike two here, and if Bezler manages to make it on base, we will be back to right where we started with Walters up next. Bezler ready. Chapman sends it. Popped it up behind the third base dugout. She'll live to tell the story. 0-2. Guile on at first for the Bobcats. Wallert with Chapman on the mound. Behind Wallert Catholic High School. Ball three, ball one, runner going. Guile makes it to first, or to second. No problem. Runner now in scoring position. Two outs. Count one, two for Bezler. That one's way high. Have to fully extend for Cullen or for Hummel behind the plate. Guile stays where she is after dancing a little bit. And Chapman ready to send the ball in. Wind up. Sends it. Hit low right up the middle. And the center fielder struggles with it. That's going to get Guile around for the sixth run of the inning. And Bezler get the Midwest One Bank RBI. Score more with Simply Better Banking. Midwest One Bank. So now, jump to the, right back to Walters. We'll have to use the fourth inning on the scorecard for the third inning. Yeah, the Bobcats have batted around here. Putting up a six spot here in the third inning. Walters gets her second chance. Ball one on the first pitch, and 
They'll just look Bezler back. Second pitch on the way. That one's going to be outside. Ball two. Chapman gets ready, sends it. That's going to be a strike. First strike on Walters. She walked to start the inning. And then managed to make it all the way around. Courtesy of an error by the shortstop. Next pitch taken for a ball. Guile, or Bezler goes and the second baseman would have had her if only she kept the ball. Bezler gets to second on that. Walters is now sitting at a 3-1 count. That one taken for a strike. Make it a full count. With a runner on second and Bezler. There's the pitch. Strike three and Waller will get out of the inning. Six runs put up by the Bobcats, though. It's now 6-0, to zero, Western Dubuque, in the top of the third. We'll be back with more on TC Network's coverage after this. Back when I was a kid, we used to ride our bikes in the 4th of July parade. Oh, then we'd have a picnic and blow the crap out of some fireworks. We had rockets, takes, shells, missiles, fountains, firecrackers, sparklers. Oh, the sky was filled with bomb diggity hoopla like a boss all night long. But I digress. Get your own sick, nasty fireworks at Fireworks Outlet, Reedstown, Ferryville, Prairie du Chien. Yes, we are open. Hi, this is Doug Dolter from Dubuque Mattress. After making and distributing 30,000 masks, it's time for us to get back to bed. I mean, making beds. We are available by phone, internet, or by appointment. We are open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and 11 to 4 on Sunday. Thank you for your support. Dubuque Mattress, for the rest of your life. Dubuque Mattress Factory, you get a little snooze time. Welcome back to Wallert Catholic High School. Get to the bottom of the third inning here. For Wallert, it'll be Tislow, Wallace, and then we'll jump back to the top with Timmerman as they now trail 6-0 after a breakout inning from the Bobcats. Kennedy to pitch for third inning. First pitch here is a strike to Tislow. 0-1. She's been in good control with four strikeouts Five strikeouts, actually, on this game so far. Struck out the side last inning. This one, a half swing, checked, and it's going to be called strike two. 0-2 count for Tislow, the right fielder. Kennedy gets set. The pitch outside. Ball one, one, two. Today's game brought to you by Northland Buildings. Get a quality Northland building built tough for the Northland. Joe Ryder, your local expert in quality Northland post-frame buildings. This one hit way deep into center, out of reach of center fielder Sarah Horsefield, and on to second. Tislow is going to end up with a double to start the inning. 
one of the best feelings in the world, Shark, is to get a double to start off the inning, especially right after you've just experienced a six-run inning of your own. Now batting for Waller will be Wallace, center fielder. She'll come in batting left. And Bachon lined down to the third base on deck circle. Not going to get very far. Strike one. I think that was just to see if you can just add some base runners with a, with a base open that time. No First hard, base no open. Foul. Is, yeah, well, you're down 6 nothing. You need base runners. There's a second bunt. This one popped down to the third base side. Almost getting it was Kennedy on the bounce. Well, now she'll have to swing away. She's got Chislo on second following the leadoff double. Here's the pitch. Swung and knocked right back behind home plate out of play. Still 0-2. And going to take a little bit of time there to retrieve a ball. As we get ready here. Kennedy gets the ball back, and we'll begin at 0-2. Definitely one of the stranger things is the fact that umpires don't have softballs on them. And that one's going to be looked at, ball one. As Mark alluded to earlier, they're not supposed to touch the ball. The pitch... Swung on, knocked out to center, to left center field, and quickly getting that back in is Claire Horsefield. And the, meanwhile, Wallace is going to make her way around to second. So now runners at second and third. Score Wallace that legs that out. Score that Bradley is a base hit and fielder's choice because the throw came from the outfield. A good throw too from Horsefield. Wow, that was right on the line to Guile. To keep that runner from scoring, Teslo from third. So second and third, so a single and a fielder's choice for Wallace. First pitch, push bunt right back to the pitcher, and they've got Teslo in a pickle. Did they get her? I couldn't see the official from here, but it looks like by the reaction that she's going to be out trying to get to home on the fielder's choice. 5-2-5 five, five on the put out there. One out, 6-0. Waller with runner on first and second. And the pitch swung on and missed by Kessler. 0-1 count. Actually, that is not Kessler batting. It is number one, Mary-Kate King, pinch hitting for Kessler. one count to King. She'll go have a visit with Cullen. And an informal quick mound visit here for the Bobcats. Between the catcher, the first base, and the third base, and pitcher. 
0-1, one out, a runner on first and second for Wallert. So they trail by six. And right now, catcher just tying her shoe. And we're back. Kennedy sends it, shows bunt, fouled off, just tipped. That'll be 0-2. Looked like she might have been able to pull it back in time, but instead made a little contact. Now Cullen's going to make the argument that he thinks it missed. Yeah, I thought it missed too. I thought... I'm right there with you. So, so I think it should, unless the umpire called it a strike. So they're actually going to look like they're going to reverse that call after a short conference between the umpires, and they will get to advance the runners. And now we'll get an explanation to Rachel Neal of the Bobcats. See, if it... Tough to see from if there, here. If there's contact with the bat and the ball, then it's a foul ball and no advance by the runners. But I didn't think she, she made contact with it, and the ball went back to the backstop. So the ruling is it's a it's a wild pitch, and the runners advance second and third. And one, two, and one now. The count instead. Runner at second and third as a result. More time being wasted. King looks for sign. And instead it looks like now we're going to call it one ball, two strikes. I don't know what's going on here, Shark. No, I don't quite understand that ruling either. And there's this pitch swung on and chopped back behind home. Out of play. King lives another pitch. Apparently that wild pitch was in the strike zone. So instead of it being a wild pitch, it's going to be a pass ball. And that one just a bit outside. 2-2. Two, two. And that's the thing, I guess, with a two-umpire crew makes it tough to see everything that happens. Swung on, shot back into the fence, remain 2-2. King batting for Kelzer in the two spot. In the bottom of the third inning, one out, 2-2, two runners on. This one hit right from the ground. We're golfing. Third base gets the out at home. And on a fielder's choice, King will reach. Well defense by the Bobcats. Hit the third. And then Wilgenbush firing home. And Guile supplying the tag to uh, take out uh, Abigail Wallace at uh, at uh, at home plate. So five two on the put out and right now we've got Guile looks to be in a little bit of pain behind home plate assessing her knee right now you know that's the se- that's the second put out for Guile this inning because the other was on a on a on a rundown play a five a rather a two five two put out plus the 
assist on the drop third strike in the first inning. She's getting quite a lot of action. Now on that play then, Timberman advanced the third. And it looks like Guile's going to come out of the action here. So we'll get a, well maybe, I don't know if she's just getting a drink. Or we're making a catching change, or what's the story maybe some, here? Or maybe some disinfectant. Could be, too. Because that's the contact play there that just took place, so maybe getting over there to uh, get some hand sanitizer and some sanitizer on the body as well. That would be my guess here. You might be right. That's because you just had a contact play. So there was not, no six feet of distancing there. Definitely not. And it's, you know, Mark, as they're warming up here, softball, baseball, that's easy to keep your distance. But I wonder, moving forward, you can't necessarily enact the same policies in a sport like football come fall and then basketball come winter if we still have these issues of the pandemic. I'd be curious to see how... The states will work around that. Bradley, there's a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of questions that are not going to get answered because when you think about it, there's no bottom to the to the no. uh, to the pool. Show <laughs> bunt pulls it back, strike anyway. We can't see, we can't see the bottom because that's no. where all the answers are. Ain't that the truth? Two outs here. Bobcats with strong defense to keep two different runners from scoring. Ball in the dirt here. One and one. Wallert now with their third runner on third base in Timmerman. And on first is King following the fielder's choice. Next pitch, high. Ball two to Hummel. Made a good point there, Bradley. Three runners at, at, at third base this inning, and none of them have scored. That's tough to tough pill to swallow. Next one, hit right back up the middle to the shortstop. And she'll get it over to Link, a 6-4 play to end the inning. 6-3, yes, thank you, Mark. 6-3 play to end the inning from Kane to Link, and that'll be the third inning. Wallert scores none. The score remains 6-0 after three on ESPN Radio. There's no stronger craving than a Culver's Concrete Mixer craving. Choose a flavor, then add your favorite mix-ins. Cure your craving for a Culver's Concrete Mixer today. Welcome to Delicious. Visit Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. Is your broker out of touch? Hi, this is Ben Reeves, CFP, your Southwest Wisconsin Edward Jones Financial Advisor. If you're concerned about the status of your brokerage account, maybe now is a good time to look at Edward Jones. At Edward Jones, you get personal, confidential, one-on-one service from one financial advisor who can help you with all your financial needs. Transferring your account is easy. For more information, call me or stop in my office in Platteville on Highways 1881 next to Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Member SIPC. Enjoy Steve's Pizza in Platteville via carryout or local delivery service. Visit stevespizzapalace.com to see their menu and place your order. A true Platteville classic. Visit stevespizzapalace.com. Welcome back to ESPN Radio AM 1590 WPVL and AM 1590 WPVL.com and streaming on our smartphone app on Android and Apple devices. I'm Bradley Prier, Mark Evenstad alongside me, and we get into the top of the fourth inning. 
here between the Western Dubuque Bobcats and the Wallert Catholic Golden Eagles. Midway through the game here, and Bobcats lead 6-0. Just as you uh, anticipated, then, uh, Mary-Kate King is now playing out in left in place of Natalie Kelzer. And it looks like it might be Kelzer sitting over there on the bench. Didn't move out to the field for the pre-inning warm-ups either. So it makes me wonder if something that we're unaware of is going on with her. And I believe, was she the one? No. So not sure what's going on there. We'll find out as the game progresses. If it's just a short break or maybe something a little bit more serious. Now batting for the Bobcats after they batted around in the third inning. They'll be Sydney or Sarah Horsfield to lead off the top of the fourth. Horsfield runs up on this one, swings, fouls it straight back. Strike one. Horsefield, the junior center fielder. Runs up on this one. Hits it right down the third base line. Going to be foul by just a hair. So 0-2. There are lines painted down the third baseline and the first baseline to the poles, but they're barely visible. Even over here, the the first baseline is pretty tough to see. It's impossible to see the paint on the third base side. Horsefield will run up, but keep it. Ball one up high, one two up in the eyes. That's an easy one to take. Chapman. We'll get ready once again. About an hour and 13 minutes into this one. Starting at 4 o'clock. That one, ball two. Of course, a six-run inning will stretch out the timeline quite a bit. Horsefield, 2-2, swings and gets it to shortstop. Fielded cleanly and just barely beats it out. Beats the runner and score that a 6-3. First out of the inning. That was Roth to Roth on the shortstop to first base. Link now batting. Ball in the dirt. Ball one. For Link as we start this count the same as the last one. one count. And actually, sorry, Chapman is not the pitcher here. I didn't even realize that until just now. We actually have Netter pitching instead. So just three innings pitched for Chapman. Right now she'll be slated with the loss. Second one from Netter there is strike. That was the third one, sorry. Three, two, one. So that could be why we see King out in left. This one swung on, popped out to second base. And the P4 will be the second out of the inning. As he never was the designated hitter, 
She was hitting for Pfeiffer, so that would tell me then that Pfeiffer would be batting. Unless unless Netter stays at, well, Netter, if she's a position player, she will be batting next time up. Going to be a lot of weird uh, stuff happening on this lineup. We'll pay close attention next inning. Netter delivers, and it sinks right at the end, and Kennedy swings and misses on that one. One, one, oh, two, sorry. According to the scoreboard, oh, two, I have a one, one. Because we'll find out. Swung on and knocked down the third baseline. Foul. Now, no matter what, there's two strikes. And Mark in strong belief that we are looking at a full count here. That one in the dirt. Catcher has to dive for it. And a one-two count. Next pitch on the way. That sails over the head. No base runners to worry about. Two-two. Netter has a big, long delivery, doesn't she? She really does. Stretches out as far Mm -hmm. as she can. Yeah. Rocks back far and then brings it forward. And we're going to have a substitute for first base. Now playing first base for the Golden Eagles is Chapman, making her return to the game. As Lily Roth will take to the dugout. Looks like she's going to be throwing some pitches over there in the bullpen. Kennedy in a 2-2 count. Two outs. Deuces wild. Swung on. Popped out. Into the trees on the third base side. Remains 2-2. And Nutter gets ready. Ox back sends it. Real low driver. B3-2. Early observations, it really seems like Netter relies on the rise of her pitches to get them into the zone. They all start real low. This one drops at the end into ball territory, and we'll have ball four. First runner of the inning for the Bobcats. And a pinch runner for the Bobcats in place of Kennedy is Maddie Heiderscheidt. The sophomore, now batting Abigail Kleesner. She hit the home run, her last at-bat, that brought in three runs. This one, a big swing and a miss for strike one. Netter. The back third of the circle comes to the middle. Rocket back, deliver. Strike two going, though. And looks like we're going to have out number three over there on second. And we'll come back with Kleesner once again to start out the next inning. After the top of the fourth, it's Western Dubuque. Six. Wallert. None. As we come back on ESPN Radio AM 1590.
Hi, this is Jay Linder with Community First Bank. We understand our responsibility to local economies, especially during this pandemic. Whether it's navigating the PPP loan process for small business or supporting farmers by purchasing dairy products for meal providers, this is where we live and work also. And here at Community First Bank, we are committed to doing everything we can to continue supporting our customers and communities. Visit cfbank.com for open hours at your local branch. Community First Bank, member FDIC. At the University of Wisconsin-Platteville, we provide a quality education close to home. And more importantly, we're here to help. Right now, experts in our engineering and chemistry departments are making face shields and hand sanitizer for local health care providers, while other UW-Platteville faculty and students are sharing their resources to support the communities we call home. Learn more at go.uwplat.edu forward slash pioneers. And remember, be safe, be strong, be pioneers. Welcome back to ESPN Radio AM 1590 WPBL, online at am1590wpbl.com and on the ESPN Radio app. Available on Google and Android Play and Apple Store. Download link at ESPN Radio's website. Kennedy still pitching here in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch to Lily Roth is a strike, swung on and missed. 0-1 count. Roth gets her second pitch, also fouls this one off. Down the first base side near the backstop. And it'll be 0-2 count. Roth struck out her first at-bat. In danger of striking out this time. So on check swing, they're going to say it's safe. First base umpire consulting on that. So it'll be a ball. And Kennedy rocks back, delivers. That one fouled off by Roth. 1-2 count still. We get the leadoff batter in the bottom of the fourth. And Kennedy set. Next pitch is in the dirt. Dropped for strike three. And call it the strikeout and the 2-3 putout for the first out of the inning. And that'll be the... Sixth strikeout for Kennedy in this one. She's in a great position to win this one if they can hold out. Strike one here on Maria Roth. 0-1 count. Infield playing corners in. This one is dropped down to second base. And... Doesn't quite beat it out. Thought from here she did, but it's going to be the 4-3 put out for the second out of the inning. Strong performance here. Only three hits in the first three innings for Kennedy. And she's held three different times that a runner's been on third. First pitch to... Netter staying in her same batting position. Strike one. She now pitching. 
Second pitch on the way. Swings at that one high for strike two. Netter will get ready to take the third pitch of the at-bat. Kennedy delivers. Puts it right where the last one was, but Netter stays on this one. One, two count. One, two. Up at the letters, ball two. Kennedy, two, two, two outs. Netter's going to call time, step out, and come back in. Two outs here, two balls, two strikes in the bottom of the fourth. Looks at that for strike three, and that will end the inning. Two strikeouts and a 4-3 putout for the Golden Eagles. Still 6-0 as we head into the fifth inning on ESPN Radio AM 1590, and AM1590WPVL.com. Hi, I'm Sarah Rogers, branch manager and retail lending officer at Mound City Bank in Cuba City. Is it time for you to make the switch to a bank that's been locally owned for over 103 years? See our trusted lineup of personal and business account offerings. We will also refund a maximum of four ATM surcharge fees or up to $20 per statement cycle. Stop in, call us, or find us online at MoundCityBank.com. Mound City Bank is proud to be here for you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Get the justice you deserve with help from the Key Law Firm. Licensed in Wisconsin and Iowa, the Key Law Firm litigates personal injuries, including medical malpractice, automobile and motorcycle accidents, workplace injuries, and wrongful deaths. The Key Law Firm also handles contract and property disputes, divorces and family matters, workers' compensation, social security disability, and criminal defense. The Key Law Firm, LLC, in Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin, or go to thekeylawfirm.com. Call 608-326-4050. 326-4050. Visa and MasterCard accepted. Welcome back to the TC Network's broadcast position on ESPN Radio AM 1590. Bradley Freer, we're going to hand the torch back to Mark Evenstead to bring you the bottom three of this one as Western Dubuque leads 6 to nothing against Waller Catholic. All right, it's on to the fifth inning. And here is Abigail Kleesner leading things off for the Bobcats. And she takes low and inside, ball one. Kleesner, a three-run home run. Back in the third inning. The big blow in this one. Next pitch, a let-up. That's over for a strike from Netter. And it's one and one. Your line score, six runs, five hits, no errors, three left for Western Dubuque. Wallert, no runs, two hits, an error. They've left two. Next pitch, over for a strike. One and two to Abigail Kleesner, the designated hitter for the Bobcats. Western Dubuque last year. Next pitch, another let up. That's in the dirt, and it's two and two. They were about as even, Steven, as you can get. They were 15 and 15 in the MWC, NVC, 19 and 19 overall. And one more thing, they pitch. Got it over for a strike, three, and that's the first out of the inning. Kleesner looks at strike three, and there's one away. For Netter, that's her first strikeout this afternoon. And the batter will be Amy Kane. 
the shortstop. First pitch from the big wine from Detter. Swung on, hit down the right field line. Foul. And it'll be 0-1. Another thing about the Bobcats, okay, 15-15 and in conference. Overall, 19-19. and And they scored 191 runs and gave up 198. That's wow. about as, <laughs> they should, be, instead of being called the Western Dubuque Bobcats, they should be called the Western Dubuque Even Stevens. Here's another fly ball out toward right field. Easy play for Teslo, and she's got it to retire Kane. That's the first you know, fly with, ball to the outfield today. With as close of a line score, at, or with as close of a runs earned versus runs given up, you'd think they'd have a little bit better record than a 1919 mm-hmm. last year. Now, here's Hallie Wilgenbush, and she takes a strike on one. Wilgenbush today is one for two. She singled back in the second and struck out in the third. Long wind and the pitch, and it popped up first base side, and that'll hit off the dugout. And it's 0-2 now to Wilgenbush. Softball being brought to you by Bob Hunhausen, your Platteville Edward Jones representative, saluting area athletes on their hard work. Protect your team investments with Bob Hunhausen, Edward Jones Investments off Business Highway 151, Insight Drive in Platteville. We're in the fifth. It's six nothing Western Dubuque. Ashley Cullen said that uh, he knew about this team, that they'd be, they'd be a very, very good team this year, coming off a 500 season last year. The pitch outside of all one and two now to Wilgenbush. Emma Guile waits on deck. For the Bobcats. Now the long wind. Netter in the pitch. Swung on and missed for strike three, and that'll end the inning. Two strikeouts in the inning for Netter and for Western Dubuque. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. Middle of five from Wallert. It is Western Dubuque, six. Dubuque Wallert nothing on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPVL and AM 1590 WPVL.com. If your job situation is changing because of layoffs or restructuring, you may have to make several decisions. One important decision may be what to do with your retirement plan. Make sure your retirement stays on track. I'm Ben Reeves, CFP, your Southwest Wisconsin Edward Jones Financial Advisor. I'd like to help. Stop by our office on Highways 80 and 81 in Platteville, next to Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Hi, this is Steve Schmidt, owner of The Shoebox in downtown Black Earth. We have thousands of pairs of shoes in stock, no waiting. So stop in anytime, specializing in size, selection, and fit. We will save you money. P.S. We measure both feet. Stop into the shoebox, the largest shoe store at the north end of Black Earth. Hey, sports fans. This is Carly. And this is Danielle from Saputo Cheese, probably located in Belmont and Lancaster. We're looking for energetic and reliable people to join our growing teams. We provide competitive wages, benefits, and so much more. Visit us at saputo.com to learn more. TC Network's coverage of softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. From the TC Network's broadcast spot, Mark Evenstad with Bradley Preer. From Wallert, 6 nothing. Western Dubuque leads it over the Golden Eagles. And Wallert leading off with Anna Chapman. And she takes a ball high. Scoreboard says it's 1-1. One one. I think it's 1-0. Next pitch on the way. 
hit on the ground. Pass third and into left field and a base hit. And Anna Chapman is aboard for the first time today. She is one for two with a base hit to left. Once again, Wallert needs base runners. An inning here, actually two innings ago, they had they got three runners to third base, and none of them scored. Now here's here's Tyranny Teslo, and she hits a ground ball, rather a fly ball, down the left field line, foul, just barely foul, out of play, and the count is on one to Tyranny Teslo. She reached on a double last inning but then got gunned down in a 5-2-5 rundown. Nobody out. Bottom of the fifth inning. Runner on for the Golden Eagles. Tesla takes the strike, and it's now 0-2. Runner at first, and Chapman. Who has struggled here today in the circle. Has since been replaced by Netter. The pitch. Popped up, third base side, and out of play. We'll do it all over again at 0-2. We're back here on Tuesday. The 0-2. Low and away. 1-2 and two now to Tyranny. Tesla, tyranny, T-I-E-R-A-N-I, tyranny, just like tyranny, oppressive governments. Um, the one-two, swing and a miss for strike three. And that's eight strikeouts now for Sidney Kennedy. One away. Bottom of the order here with Abigail Wallace. One for one today. But she was gunned down at the plate trying to score from third. Last inning and takes the strike here. Left-handed hitter, and it's 0-1. Game, our game today brought to you by the Shoebox in Black Earth, the largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. Pitch, bunts it, foul third base side, and now it's 0-2. Don't have any scores to report right now, unless we. Yeah, you don't happen to have any Korean baseball scores on you, Bradley. <laughs> no, I sure can't say I do. Night. Sure, they played. Let's let's see if we can get any. The next pitch, down in the dirt, one and two to Abigail Wallace. Hey, I can one up you. I can give you some from today, even if you want some <laughs> Korean scores on the shoebox scoreboard. They play in front of stuffed animals and cardboard cutouts. Next pitch. Big swing and a miss for strike three. And Wallace is gone. Nine strikeouts now for Kennedy. Back to the top of the order now for the Golden Eagles. And here's Ellie Timmerman. 0 for 2. He is grounded out and hit into a fielder's choice. Another left-handed hitter here for the Golden Eagles. And here's a push bunt into center field. Base hit. She ran up on that ball, a left-handed hitter, Timmerman, and she pushed it. She pushed it as hard as she could, and she looped it in behind second and into center field, a base hit. Interesting way to get on. You don't see that every day. 
Chapman now the runner at second. Two on with two outs, and here's Natalie Kelzer. 0 for 2 today. And she takes the strike 0 and 1. Kelzer struck out her first time up in the third. She reached and was left stranded. Next pitch, a little looper on the infield, and going toward the line is the second baseman, J.C. Walters, and makes the catch just in fair territory to retire the side. Wallert, no runs, two hits, no errors, two left. End of five from Dubuque Wallert. MVC Conference Softball. On ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL, it's Western Dubuque 6 and Dubuque Wallert, nothing. Soon the Brewers will be back, and Queen Bee Radio will give you our up-close seats at Miller Park so you can see your team. Thanks to our 2020 Milwaukee Brewers sponsors, including Court and Main in Richland Center, the Upstairs in Platteville, Grant County Truck Bodies, the Key Law Firm, the Gym in Platteville, Platte River Pigs, and the Potosi Saloon. When the Brewers are back, listen to our Court and Main and the Upstairs coverage presented by Napa Auto Parts of Boscoville and Oakey's Market in Cassville on AM 1590 WPBL. Virus, market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Today's headlines are very scary. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Bob Hundhausen. I'll work with you to sort through the headlines, understand the impact of short-term events, and how we position ourselves for the long term. We provide the tools for a reasoned, disciplined approach to investing. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. Give us a call at 608-348-4846. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Back to Dubuque Wallert. Mark Evenstad with Bradley Preer. TC Network's coverage of softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. We're on to the top of the sixth inning. As the bottom third of the order for the Western Dubuque Bobcats, Emma Guile, Meg Bessler, and J.C. Walters, and a count of 1-0 and to Emma Guile. That are on the... Pitch here in the sixth inning, and Chapman playing at first base. Next offering. That's over for a strike. Owen, rather, one and one to Emma Guile. She fouled out her first time up, walked and scored. Back to the third, plus she had a stolen base. So, 0 for 1 officially. Next pitch. In there for a strike. One and two now to Emma Guile. To be followed by Meg Bessler. We'll have a second game coming up. That'll be on Super Hits 106. Next offering. That's fouled back. Stays alive at 1-2. We'll probably get that game underway somewhere in the neighborhood of 630. That'd be my guess. As long as we can... Worth noting that game may or may not get to play the whole game as there's no lighting here at Wallard either. Well, we certainly don't want the uh, situation we had Tuesday night. The pitch upstairs... Two and two now to Guile. First game, 20 to 19, won by Dubuque Senior over Iowa City West in 10 innings. The pitch, a swing and a miss for strike three to Guile. And Netter comes up with her second strikeout. She walks off. I see what's going on with Guile. She's got a, a 
rip almost all the way down her left side on her leggings. Now here's Meg Bessler. And she takes the ball up high, 1-0. Betzler, one for two, a strikeout, and a single, an RBI single back in the third. The pitch. That's hit in the air, lifted to the right side and fouling out of play, and it's 1-1 one one to Bessler. He had that situation Tuesday where that first game went Ten, ten innings and lasted over three hours. And then, of course, with the time, about 20, 25 minutes in between games, that second game didn't, it started until about 7.20. The pitch over for a strike. One and two. And so by eight o'clock it was getting dark and, uh, after three innings, play was called because of darkness with Iowa City West leading six to two. The one two pitch. This is high. Two and two to Bessler. So I don't know if they're going to try to complete that game or just scratch it off the schedule. Yeah, I didn't play halfway. Next pitch, a 39-footer. And it's 3-2 and two now to Bessler. 6 nothing. Western Dubuque leads it over Dubuque-Wallard. 3-2 pitch. Struck her out. And that's the second out of the inning. Nice pitch that time by Netter. And three strikeouts of the ballgame for Netter. Now the number nine hitter. Here's J.C. Walters. And she takes the first pitch for a strike. 0-1. Walters walked and scored in the third. And she struck out swinging back in the fourth. Officially 0-1 with a run scored. Netter in the big wind and the pitch. A swing and a miss, and it's 0-2. If she can get on, Sarah Horsefield will get a chance to bat here in the top half of inning number six. The wind, the pitch. Called strike three on the outside corner, and Netter strikes out the side. For Western Dubuque, nothing across in the six. Our score, Western Dubuque, six. Wallard, nothing. This is TC Network's coverage of softball on ESPN Radio, AM 1590 WPBL and AM 1590 WPBL.com. Hey sports fans, this is Carly. And this is Danielle from Saputo Cheese, proudly located in Belmont and Lancaster. We're looking for energetic and reliable people to join our growing teams. We provide competitive wages, benefits, and so much more. Visit us at saputo.com to learn more. When you are hungry before or after the game, the sports page in Belmont is the place to stop. The sports page offers Friday fish fry, prime rib on Saturday, and Sunday brunch, plus great tasting burgers, pizza, and baskets. Stop in for your next outing at the sports page, Belmont. This is Sheila Rupti with Community First Bank. We understand our responsibility to local economies, especially during a pandemic. Whether that's navigating the PPP loan process for a small business or supporting farmers by purchasing dairy products for meal providers. This is where we live and work also, and here at Community First Bank, we are committed to doing everything we can to continue to support our customers and communities. Visit cfbank.com for open hours at your local branch. Community First Bank, member FDIC. TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese built by Northland Buildings 
Our keep it stand, Bradley Preer, a count of 1-0 to Paige Hummel, leading things off for the Dubuque Wallert Golden Eagles. Hummel today, 0-2, for 2, a strikeout and a ground out. Next pitch is fouled back. And a count of 1-1 one and one to Paige Hummel. She'll be followed by Lily Roth and Maria Roth. Six to nothing. The big blow here. A five-run third inning. And a three-run home run by Kleesner. There's a slow roller to first. And making the play at first base is Ella Link to retire Hummel. Three unassisted on the putout. One away in the sixth. And Lily Roth will be the batter. So, yeah, that's a five-run, six-run, a six-run third inning. That was for Western Dubuque. First pitch over for a ball to Lily Roth. 1-0. Sidney Kennedy has pitched a daddy here today. Next pitch lifted in the air on the infield. And just a few feet off the line in fair territory. Making the play is Jace Walters to retire Roth. Now here's Maria Roth, the shortstop, 0 for 2, a strikeout, and a ground out to second. A a freshman, but a very experienced freshman. Fouls the first pitch back, 0-1-1, playing extensively last year as an 8th grader. You know, I think they also have that in Minnesota, too, um, Bradley, for for all sports. You don't see it in Wisconsin. You don't see 8th graders compete in Wisconsin, but like in Minnesota, there have been some kids that have competed in basketball at the varsity level as 8th graders. Next pitch, over for a strike, 0-2. But here in Iowa and Minnesota, that's been done. And a lot of times, when it comes to basketball, that 8th grader blossoms into an NBA prospect. They're that good. The pitch just missed a little bit high. I think I have One and two to rope. on that idea. One ball, two strikes, two away. The pitch to Maria Roth lays off, and it's upstairs, two and two. Catherine Netter is waiting on deck, I think. She is the pitcher in the circle for the Golden Eagles. Next pitch, way high, goes back to the backstop, and now the count runs full at three and two. Again, not much room between home plate and the backstop. So it's pretty hard to score on a pass ball or wild pitch from third base. Always seems like they rebound and come right back to the plate. The 3-2. As it popped up, this will get out of play. And we'll do it all over again at 3-2. and two. Looks like they smart. They uh, decided to put some softballs right over there by home plate so that they get quicker uh, back to action here. Oh, the payoff now coming up from Court, from Kennedy. Sydney Kennedy with a gem. And she misses upstairs, ball four. She loses Roth. And let's see, that is the first walk issued today by Kennedy. And now it will be Catherine Netter. She will bat. She'll bat for herself. She was the designated hitter, and then she moved to the circle 
but she'll continue to bat here with two away and a runner on first. I believe we have a courtesy runner. No, Rolf stays in. And the pitch is taken for a strike by Netter, 0-1. Netter, a base hit back in the second, and she was called out on strikes in the fourth. So one for two on the afternoon, now turning into evening. The wind in the pitch. Missed outside. One and one to Catherine Netter. Western Dubuque, of course, uh, these kids don't shouldn't get too comfortable with summertime because they have to go back to school August 13th. Next offering, fouled back into the backstop, and it's one for two. They were to go back August 24th, but now this uh, past week, voted by the Western Dubuque School District, they will go back August 13th, and then their last day of school will be like June 2nd next year. So it's 11 extra days. Next pitch. A little bit high. Two and two now to Netter. Is that an effort to make up the days that were missed this year? I don't think that's fair. I don't I mean, either. that's, you know, <laughs> why should you penalize kids for something that took place in the past, huh? The pitch. Swung on and missed for strike three. Kennedy, double-digit strikeouts. She's got ten. And for Wallert in the six, no runs, no hits, no errors, one left. And at the end of six, from Dubuque Waller, TC Network's coverage of high school softball, presented by Myers Mechanical and Northland Buildings. It's Western Dubuque 6 and Dubuque Waller, nothing on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. People State Bank is locally owned and locally managed with 20 convenient locations in southwest Wisconsin and northeast Iowa. If you're looking for a place where you're more than just a number but still have access to convenient technology, we're it. As a community bank, we're proud to support many of the local charities, county fairs, community events, and more. When you become part of People State Bank, you can be confident that you're standing with a good cause. People State Bank, community-minded, just like you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. How costly will it be if your company's security system fails? Eliminate risk by partnering with the security experts at TC Networks. TC Networks is experienced in security, surveillance, and access control. Their specialty is education after the install and ongoing support. Unsure if your system is antiquated or your network has changed? There is no risk in getting a free security assessment. Call TC Networks today or visit online at tcnetworks.com. Integrating ideas, supporting initiatives, empowering users. TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. Mark Evenstad along with Bradley Prairie, top of the seventh inning. It's the top of the order. Sarah Horsfeld, Horsfield leading off and chops the first pitch foul, and it's 0-1. Horsfield today, one for three, a couple of ground outs, and a single and a run scored in that six-run third. Doolittle's Puppet Eatery bringing you the action today. That's in Lancaster. Next pitch. Lays off, and it's one and one. Doolittle's Pub and Eatery. Find their daily and nightly specials on Facebook and stop in before or after the game for a cold beverage and a satisfying bite to eat at Doolittle's on the square in Lancaster. One one. Comes up empty, and it's no, laid off. That's called a ball. Two and one now to Sarah Horsfield. The Golden Eagles will have the seven, eight, nine hitters coming up in their half of the seventh inning. Next pitch, that one's over her head. 
Three and one now to Horsefield. Not according to the scoreboard now. Scoreboard says 2-2. Two, two. And now it's right. a strikeout because Horsefield ran up on it and swung and missed. Five strikeouts now for Netter. One away here in the top half of the seventh, and now here's Ella Link. Right-handed hitter. Where's number 13? And the first pitch is a ball down low, 1-0. I don't believe that's Link. That, my friends. No, that is Ella Link. Number 23. Okay, there. Indeed it is. A little short conference toward the uh, circle between Hummel and Netter. And a count of 1-0 to Ella Link. The big wind by Netter and the pitch. Popped up, foul behind us. And it's 1-1 one one to Ella Link. Ella today walked, reached third, but was left stranded. Reached on an error and scored back in the third, and has popped up. So officially today, she's 0 for 2, but with a run scored. Next pitch. Bouncing ball. Hit towards short, charging, and throwing on the first is Roth, and she gets Link. As a slow roller past the circle. Yeah, good job by Roth to run up on that and make the play. Bit of a difficult one to make, actually. Made it look easy, though. Two away. Now here's Sydney Kennedy. Kennedy is one for three. And hits a liner. Grabbed by the shortstop, Roth, to end the inning. The Bobcats go down one, two, three in the seventh inning. It is Western Dubuque 6, Wallert nothing on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. Virus, market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Today's headlines are very scary. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Bob Hundhausen. I'll work with you to sort through the headlines, understand the impact of short-term events, and how we position ourselves for the long term. We provide the tools for a reasoned, disciplined approach to investing. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. Give us a call at 608-348-4846. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hi, I'm Sarah Rogers, branch manager and retail lending officer at Mound City Bank in Cuba City. Is it time for you to make the switch to a bank that's been locally owned for over 103 years? See our trusted lineup of personal and business account offerings. We will also refund a maximum of four ATM surcharge fees or up to $20 per statement cycle. Stop in, call us, or find us online at MoundCityBank.com. Mound City Bank is proud to be here for you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And a champion to lead it off for Wallert. Trailing six to nothing to Western Dubuque in the first pitch. Hit on the ground, pass short, and that's in the left field and a base hit for Chapman. Chapman on for the second time today.
And Wallert, as far as the number of hits, that's only their fifth hit today. And the batter will be Tyranny Teslo. We'll have a short Culver's Cooldown postgame show after this and get set up for game two of the doubleheader, which will be on Super Hits 106. Courtesy runner now for the Golden Eagles. Here is Nora King, a freshman. She will run for Chapman. First pitch, Teslo hits it foul down the left field line. Tyranny Teslo. T-I-E-R-A-N-I. I asked the Ashley Cullen earlier today, is that Tyranny or nope, Tyranny. Just like Tyranny. Like you got mean people running your government. A tyranny. Here's the next pitch. And Tyranny takes. And it's a strike, or rather it's a ball outside, one and one. Tyranny Tesla, though, that's a beautiful name. It really is. It really stands out. One one. And Tesla takes the strike. One and two now. Courtesy runner is King at first. Nobody out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Six to nothing, Western Dubuque over Wallert. Next pitch is down to the dirt from Kennedy. Two and two. Yeah, we're hoping to hear maybe breaking news yet today, possibly, of Major League Baseball finally getting a, an agreement. Here's a soft fly ball that is going to drop fair down into the left field corner. And rounding third is King, and she will score on a double by Tislo. Second double of the day for Tislo. So it's a run-scoring double as King scores to make it 6-1. to one. Maybe we're going to get some late-game heroics. Now the batter will be Abigail Wallace, the center nope. fielder. we got a pinch hitter here. Abigail Webker. Number two. Indeed, it's Abigail Webker instead of Abigail Wallace. And Whipker takes the strike 0-1, batting in the number nine spot. Runner at second is Teslo. Next pitch. Looping humpback liner that's hit right to King. Amy King, the shortstop. Amy Kane, that is. And she catches it and then tags out Teslo for a double play. Nothing Teslo could do about that one. No. Because that was just hit on a line, kind of a soft line, and no way she would know if that would get through. So just like that, two away. On a line-out double play. And now to the top of the order in Ellie Timmerman. So now it's all hope lost here, Mark, with two outs and nobody on. Down by five. Long way to go. Here's the first pitch. Timberman takes a strike 0-1. Part of our Culver's Cooldown postgame show, we'll just kind of jump the gun here. Our turning point brought to you by Tricor Insurance, insurance plan built for you, your family, and your business. Contact Tricor Insurance today. Next pitch upstairs. 
One and one. That would be that six-run third inning. That was highlighted by a three-run home run by Abigail Kleesner. That's your Tricor turning point. Brought to you by Tricor Insurance. Here's a run-up and a slow roller hit first base side. Scooped by Kennedy, and she flips the first to retire the side and put an end to this one. Timmerman grounds out, and in the seventh inning for Wallert, no runs. Check that one run, one hit, no errors, and one left. Make that nobody left. And your final score from Wallert. It is Western Dubuque 6 and Wallert 1. Back to wrap things up for game one after this on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. The VA does a very good job on the medical side. I don't know of anybody that has any complaints. My primary care doctor is probably the best doctor I've ever had in my life. Those are my friends, good patient of mine. He only comes once a week, but I do. I enjoy him. She comes in special. Yes, early I in the do. morning. Early in the Just morning for me. That's exactly why I choose VA. Choose VA today. Visit va.gov. Equal opportunity is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. We feel useful and respected. But what if you were one of the 81% of adults with developmental differences who do not have a paid job? Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to one million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. Back to Wallert and our Culver's cool-down post-game show presented by Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. And, of course, uh, midway through our game today, we have the Peterson Agency Halftime Report presented by the Peterson Agency at Argyle where your independent insurance agent, Brian Peterson, specializes in farm, home, auto, and umbrella policies for Western Dubuque. Six runs, five hits, no errors. They leave three. Waller, one run, five hits, one error. And the Golden Eagles, they they leave five. Winning pitcher is Sydney Kennedy. She pitched a great game here today, giving up just five hits and not allowing a run until the seventh inning. And uh, Anna Chapman takes the loss. She was tagged with those six runs in the uh, third inning. The big blow was a three-run home run by Abigail Kleesner that uh, really stood out here this afternoon in a victory by Western Dubuque. They improved now, Bradley, to 3-0 and on the season, and Waller drops to 2-1. and Yeah, and like you said, uh, Colin said that Western Dubuque looked like a much better team this year than they did last year than that 500 record led on. And... Uh, a game like this definitely shows, and not to mention beating uh, or sweeping Iowa City Liberty on Tuesday. They definitely have a lot more to prove than they gave out last year. Final score here this afternoon in Game 1 of a MVC, Midwest Valley Conference. Valley. In high school softball action, the final score is Western Dubuque 6, Dubuque Wallert 1. Game two of our doubleheader will be coming up on Super Hits 106 somewhere around 6.30.
For Bradley Preer, I'm Mark Evenstead. Thanks for listening. The preceding has been a Queen Bee Radio sports presentation on ESPN Radio, AM 1590, WPBL. Good night, everyone. This has been a Queen Bee Radio high school sports presentation.